and they were showing this graph. Gra- I saw the graph. You saw the graph. Yes. What was the graph? Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hi there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the savage podcast. Welcome back, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is the intro always awkward? I don't know. No matter I just what. feel very like... Uh, discombobulated today well well, it's a long weekend Mm -hmm. guys we're recording this on monday it is thanksgiving monday in canada so happy thanksgiving to all the canadians out there so do you know why canada apparently has thanksgiving before the united states of america (laughs) i have no idea actually so apparently and i just found this out and guys i haven't done research on this i don't know if it's accurate someone just told me at the gym today (laughs) um (laughs) which is the best source of definitely the correct information um hang on i just fix my feels a little bit lie. There we go. Oh, I don't know if that really... T- Here, oh, yeah, there we there go. go. Um, so basically, uh, someone at the gym was saying that apparently the, the reason that Canada's is a month before has to do with the timing of the harvest. Right. And apparently because obviously we're further up north, our harvest ends a little bit sooner ah. than the United States of America. Oh, interesting. So that's why we have it first. Oh, God damn. Mm-hmm. You mean real Thanksgiving. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the real one. So we, we started the train. You know? We started the train. I don't actually know if that's no, true. No, probably not. <laughs> probably the U.S. United has States. a longer, longer history, I think. <laughs> Very interesting, Daniel. I think we have a new uh, patron. We sure do, guys. We have a new patron we'd like to welcome to the community. So we are saying hello hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) to Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you for joining Mm -hmm. our Patreon. If you guys don't know, we have a Patreon, Patreon which is basically, uh, what do they get, Daniel? Okay, so basically, guys, it's it's uh, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Um, you get every single episode a week before the, the public. You also get an exclusive episode every single month. Um, you get access to the excuse, exclusive library, and there's you know lots of like interaction and things you guys can do on there. You find out about trips sooner, yeah. sooner than everyone else, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely um, perks to being part of the Patreon community. Yes. Um, and everything is ad free. Yes, and you get a little shout out. You get a shout so out. So make sure you join. The link is always in the show notes or description exactly and guys shall we shall we jump in (sighs) okay so recent this is like an actual like local story so basically you guys know that we live in calgary which Mm -hmm. is in alberta and very close to calgary is the beautiful uh rocky mountains yep and um banff national park Mm -hmm. is very close it's about like an hour hour and a half away yeah and what happened daniels so basically guys As you know, in the woods, in Canada, there are bears. There are lots of bears. Lots of bears. We got all kinds of bears. Actually, there's three main types. Yeah. What are the main types? Do you know what they are, Rose? Uh, Black. Yep. Grizzly. Yep. Like, are we talking about just in this area? No, no, no. In like all oh, like polar bear? Yes. Okay. <laughs> those are the main ones. There's a few like other like subspecies, but those yeah. are like the main ones. And so the ones we have in Banff are black bears and grizzly bears. Yeah. Um, 
thankfully we don't have polar bears here because <laughs> actually that would be really fucking scary. They be they be a vicious. Yeah, because the thing about the, the okay, so to digress just for a minute, black bears and grizzly bears typically don't attack people. Right. Right. So the the reason being is they live in the forest, they're omnivores, there's lots of food around, you yeah. know, like they have berries that they can eat, they have all this other stuff. So typically any attacks are more kind of like Defensive. you scared them yeah. or something like this. Whereas a polar bear, on the other hand, they actually will attack people for food. Because oh. they were saying, like, I watched this documentary about, like, talking about polar bears. And because they live in such a scarce environment. Right. For them, they have to hunt really far and wide to find, like, mm. seals and all this kind of stuff. So anything to them is fair game for a meal. Right. And they are fucking huge. They're the biggest bear. Right? Yeah. So they're, like, huge. And so, like, if they ever came down here, like. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They got to be so cute, though. I know. They are really Especially cute. Especially little baby polar oh, bears. Oh, my God. They're so cute. Um, so anyway, this story, guys, it's a little bit of old news. It happened a couple weeks, like about a week ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's been like lighting up the news Ugh. in Calgary. So I guess there was some backcountry campers that were killed by a bear in Banff National Tri- National Park. And another thing to note, guys, backcountry camping, for those of you that don't know, it's when you basically you hike through the mountains, you bring all your camping supplies with you, and you kind of go backcountry you go pretty far into the trails you go on these multi-day kind of trips where you'll like hike and camp in the woods yeah it's not like a big campsite that like a lot of people are going to it's more kind of off the beaten track a little bit oh god Mm -hmm. so a couple yeah um and their dog yeah oh god it's so sad yeah um so they were attacked by a grizzly bear yeah during a backcountry camping trip in banff national park Mm -hmm. and they yeah they were 62 wait are they 62 yeah Doug and Jenny, they were both 62 and yeah, they were unfortunately killed along with the dog. The kind of weird thing about this one though, is they were saying like the, the park authorities were saying this because what they do with a lot of the grizzly bears in the area is they have them like they have, um, tracking tracking devices so they can like follow their patterns. And if they become, they start to like start integrate, you know, coming into human, they have to like, you know, try to intervene and stuff. Um, but this, apparently this, this particular bear was unknown to the camp, like like to the rangers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a kind of a, like a, a rogue bear that was just like randomly out there. Do you think they came from out of the like national park then? It could have been, it could have yeah. been. Um, but again, it's like oh, a very, this is why I don't think I want to do backcountry camping. Yeah. Um, which is because it's like, this is the thing about hiking and like being in the mountains. Like you have to be very careful mm. and I'm not, I'm sure they were being careful. Like I'm not. Like, oh yeah. Like, uh, gen- but it's like, you, ne- you just never know. Exactly. Generally people that back back country, mm-hmm. I can't even say it back country camp yeah. and, and hike. Those people generally are like more hardcore and they're like more like in terms of like, they have the gear, they know what they're yeah. doing. They're like, like I personally probably wouldn't do a back country cause I'm like not really that prepared. Yeah. And I, also it's just yeah. scary. It is. It's like kind of like, Oh God, Cause you, you could know? get lost. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're lost and then you get hurt, mm-hmm. that's a situation, you know, like th- like so many things could go wrong. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, my God. So I guess um, uh, I guess they basically there's like some kind of GPS thing mm. where uh, that's often used by backcountry campers and hikers, which allows them to text um, and send like messages to their loved ones yeah. like from remote locations. It's called like Jarm- Jarman in reach or something. Garmin in reach. Yeah. I guess that's like an app or something. Yeah. It's like a, and it's like a GPS. Thing. Oh, so it's, it's kind of like a walkie talkie essentially maybe. And, and I think the reason they, that backcountry campers use it is because sometimes your phone can lose yeah. service, but it connects to satellites. Right. Yeah. So basically, um, someone maybe in their family received a message that day um, that they hadn't got to the site 
that they intended, but they were fine and setting up camp. Mm -hmm. And then they were probably making dinner and they were letting us know that they were okay. But then later that evening, he received an SOS. Oh my God. That there had been a bear attack. And what did the message say? The message said bear attack bad. Oh my God. No. And then Parks Canada also received an alert from a GPS advice, um, blah, 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 indicating a bear attack. That night was a start, obviously. Anyway, I don't know. So then I guess no, they couldn't get to them on time. Oh, it's so scary. Um, oh, so the Park Parks Canada says bear had lower than normal body fat, mm-hmm. meaning that he was hungry. He was probably really hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, they don't generally attack mm. um, humans. Yeah. But for some reason, I guess the bear was hungry. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. So they found the bear to be a non-lactating older female estimated to be over 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the teeth were in poor condition. Yeah, yada, so it yada. doesn't sound like it was a very healthy bear. Um, well, the bear was shot and killed hours after the emergency response call was received. Yeah. And the bear charged the response team. Oh God. And then it said two cans of bear spray were found at the scene. So this is another thing. When you go backcountry camping, guys, you're supposed to take bear bear spray. And the couple's food had been hung appropriately. So another thing you're supposed to do is like hang your food in Mm -hmm. the trees so that the bears can't reach them or can't reach it. And everything they had been following to protocol. They've been doing everything as you should. Yeah. Like they even have bear spray. Yeah. See, this is why personally, like, again, I don't want to discredit like backcountry camping. I'm sure yeah. it's an amazing experience, but like for me, cause like my immediate thought was like, why don't they run to their car? But then I'm like, well, hang on a second. They're they backcountry. They don't have a car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cause like at the normal campsite, you have your car there, like actually at the campsite. Yeah. So like if anything was to happen, you could get into your car. Yeah. Hopefully like, yeah, it might be scary. You're fighting this bear off, but you could like try to make it into your vehicle yeah. or something. Yeah. Whereas here you're out in the open. Like you can't go anywhere. You just have your legs. Yeah. And a bear, Lord knows, a bear is much faster. They do. The bears can run so fast up and downhill. Oh, God. So. It's so scary. It'd be be scary as all hail. Anyway. So, guys. uh, Mm -hmm. We will say, and as it says in this article, Mm -hmm. bear attacks are rare occurrences. Yeah. Fatal bear attacks are even less frequent. Mm -hmm. Over the last 10 years, there have been three recorded non-fatal contact encounters with grizzly bears in Banff National Park. Mm These incidents were the result of surprise encounters. Yeah. This incident is the first grizzly bear cause fatality recorded in Banff National Park in decades. Yeah, so, so it's, 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 yeah. it's rare. And yes, I think the thing is too, when it, how it talks about these other um, recorded non-fatal mm. encounters by surprise, that's why they say if you do go hiking in Canada, like it's really good to just make noise. Right. Talk to your friends yeah. really they loudly. Say, like clank your like yeah. pan when you're cooking. Have a bell. Yeah, because they're like scared of noise. Yeah. Right? They don't like people. Like bears. Yeah. Actually to be fair, most, most wildlife, wildlife does not like people. Exactly. They don't want to be around us. Yeah. They don't want us around. So like if we're making noise, they'll typically go to avoid yeah. us. Like they're but not it gonna sounds look like for this us. bear was hungry. Yeah. So they probably don't even care about the noise. But I also think it's like the fact that this hasn't happened for decades. It's like the bears usually, that's a desperate bear. Right. Like like a very very desperate desperate bear. Like, yeah. So, God damn, it'd be scary as all hell. It's so sad. God. It's so scary. God. And then like, so one of them was definitely like alive and texting this bear attack back. So probably what what was happening is like maybe her partner was getting attacked and she was like on the thing just to be like, no. Yeah. 
God damn. Guys, another reason to just stay home and do nothing. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, what's the next story, Daniel? So this one's a bit of an interesting one. Mm. So I know we've kind of talked a little bit about AI on this podcast. Yes. And there's, you know, there's a lot of controversy around AI, (laughs) what it's going to do for like the job markets and Mm. all that kind of stuff. But there's also some interesting stuff going on with AI. Um, This is quite um, interesting. So I don't know how it exactly works, but apparently Los Angeles, who has a really large um, homeless population, Mm -hmm. I think it's actually become like a epidemic there or something. It's a big problem. Yeah. um, They're going to be trying to use AI to predict who might become homeless in the future and then help them before they do. Okay. I need more details. I know. I'm like, uh... How's that, how is that gonna, mm. you know, how is that gonna... AI? Yeah. Okay. So, they're trying to help homelessness. Mm-hmm. And there's a pilot program that uses artificial intelligence to predict who's most likely to land on the streets so the county can step in to offer help before that happens. But what I want to know is how. how? <laughs> yeah. There oh, you yeah. Go. Here we go. Here we go. The program tracks data from seven county agencies, including emergency room visits, crisis care for mental health, substance abuse or diagnosis, arrests, signups for public benefits like food aid. Then using machine learning, it comes up with a list of people who are considered most at risk for losing mm-hmm. their home. So that's really interesting, actually. So it's taking data. So yeah, like if somebody... Statistical data. Exactly. And it does make sense. Like, you know, if you're starting to like use more public benefits and yeah. all of a sudden now you're there's more emergency room visits. And then you're doing substance abuse. Substance yeah. abuse. Then the, your chances of becoming homeless is going to gr- drastically right. increase. So then it's fixing the problem or trying to fix the problem yeah. before it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah. Because once you're already homeless and then all of those issues will probably become much worse. Yeah. And then so I think what happens, really I think what happens is then like they'll, they'll get this data and then there's like an outreach program mm. where they try to kind of like see what they might have like caseworkers or something yeah. that like goes and, and um, speaks to those people to see like what challenges that they have yeah 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 you know because they do say too that the 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 one of the problems with homelessness is if somebody was all of a sudden to become homeless mm-hmm. um it's really hard to get out of yeah exactly like it, it's kind of one of those things like easy to fall into hard to get out of yeah yeah because generally and this would be for like most people like not everybody obviously but like if you become homeless one of the things that a lot of people do to cope with homelessness is drugs is if they weren't a drug user before they start using. Yeah. Because they're like, fuck my life. I'm living on the streets. Like, yeah. I can't cope. I can't deal. Yeah. Like, imagine how stressful that is. Oh, God. So then they, then they develop a substance abuse problem and then it makes it even harder. To leave. Yeah. And it becomes a cycle. And then again, jobs don't want to hire people that have been on the streets. Exactly. And like, you know, all you need to be able to be clean and presentable to go to the office mm-hmm. or go to like a Starbucks or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's kind of interesting. So I guess this is a pilot project. It will be kind of cool or interesting to see what the result of this is going to be. Yeah. It says that the major challenge is that the county never reaches half the people on its list. Mm. And so because people's lives are already unstable, um, you know, their numbers and addresses often change. And when she does get through, some people are facing eviction or dealing with domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Every now and then she'll reach a person who's already lost their housing. So then I guess they no longer qualify for the prevention program because they've already lost. They've already, they've already gone too far, which is kind of weird. It's like, I don't really understand that aspect. Yeah. Um, And then some decline the help because, Either they say others might need it more or there are like skept- they're skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God. Well, I mean, it's it's a good program. Yeah. I think I think time will tell if it does make an impact. I think obviously it's nice to see 
hear this story because yeah. I think sometimes we we wonder what these governments are doing to try to combat mm. this this growing issue yeah. everywhere. And LA has a really bad problem. It's really bad. So is this a government run program? Mm-hmm. It sounds like it, it. It sounds like it. Yeah. Hey, like a nonprofit, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we gotta figure this shit out. It's it's really bad. It's it's bad everywhere, but LA is definitely very bad. Yeah. It's just like one of those things. It's like you know, as we're seeing it more and more, it's just gonna make areas. I know. It, you know, less safe. Yeah. Did you see footage of um that area called Kensington? Yes. Where is it? Philadelphia or something? Yes. Is it Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh my god! It's like yes. literally like like Walking Dead. Yeah. It probably came up on your feed because yeah. I've been watching videos on it. Because I was like shocked, guys. I it's so bad. Yeah. So there's a there's a city, Philadelphia. Philadelphia right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia in the United States, I guess, has really become under the limelight. Um, there's an area in Philadelphia called Kensington, which ironically is a really nice area here in Calgary, and also in like in and London. London as well. It's yeah. like more of the posh area, but not here. Yeah. Um. So this area. It has a long history. It hasn't just all of a sudden got like this. Of course. But it's always been, it's been known. I think one of its claims to fame back in the day was like having the largest um, open market heroin trade or something. What? Yeah, because there's just so many people like just doing, doing drugs. Doing heroin. Yeah. And now it's like you'll watch like you, some YouTubers go there to like walk around and yeah. stuff. And first of all, it's not safe. You have to go with somebody that's like in the area. Right. Because otherwise shit will happen. And like literally they're walking. And this is like, imagine just walking down a street and there is like, like used needles everywhere. Ugh, it's so There's bad. like, and literally every single person that's around there is like a zombie. Like they're yeah. just like kind of like Hunched passed over, out. passed out. It is like apocalypse. It's so sad. Apparently the police even avoid this area. See, it's like, yeah. Like if the government's not doing anything, what are we supposed to do? Exactly. And like, that's like crazy. Like I'm sure if you lived in Philadelphia, like that's one area of the city that you just never go. Yeah. Like it's an area it's that's kind of like down. East Hastings in Vancouver. Yeah. So we're going to start getting these like, or, or Skid Row in LA. Yeah. You're getting these cordoned off areas, which turn into like their own. Like community almost. Community that doesn't have, that's like lawless. Yeah. And doesn't give a fuck. Oh God. But apparently it's like, it's incredibly dangerous and there's a new drug because I was like watching a documentary mm. about this particular area because I was like, what the fuck is this? And how do I have never heard of this before? And I was watching this documentary that talked about there's this new drug called, um, what is it called? Trank. Trank. Yeah. Where basically it's like heroin mixed with like horse tranquilizer or oh, some kind God. of shit like this. And apparently the people that are taking it, it actually causes them to like their flesh oh, I think you told me about starts this. like eating itself. So they'll end up with these massive like sores. So they're like banished their arms and stuff. And everyone is like, basically Kensington is like a land of walking zombies now. Cause people are like flesh, like eating and like, it's, it's, it's a humanity crisis. Oh God. It's so bad. Yeah. Like don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) No, it's more than drugs. That is the problem. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of issues. And again, it's, it's like, you know, I think one of the problems that we're facing more and more now (coughs) is that, as things get more expensive mm. and everything else, there's going to get people, there's going to be people where, because if you think about it, like overall, if you have a good job, the cost of living is relatively low. So you have lots of disposable income. Mm. You know, unfortunately our like happiness is a lo- like not completely tied to money. To a certain extent. To a yes, certain extent. It makes it, it easier, right? So you can go out for yeah. dinners with your friends. You can do all this stuff versus on the flip side, which is what's happening now is everybody's getting to this point now where it's like, okay, I make this much but my expenses are actually more than what I'm even Mm -hmm, making. mm -hmm. I have two jobs. I work 80 hours a week. I can't do physically anymore, Yeah. but I can't make my bills. At that point, 
people do start giving up. Yeah. They're like, what's the point anymore? Fuck it. I'm going to use some drugs. Fuck it. I don't, what is the point of even going to work anymore? Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't even make enough to pay for this house. So I'm going to just go on the streets. Oh God. Oh God. You know? So that's where I'm concerned. I'm like, it's like, we're, we're getting this society that's pushing people into that kind of situation. Oh God. And then I saw this really scary thing. Mm-hmm. Guys, again, welcome to the doom and gloom podcast. <laughs> I saw this thing where people are predicting that there's going to be a housing, another housing crash like a huge crash and they were showing this graph. Gra- I saw the graph. You saw the graph. Yes. What was the graph called and I, what was it of? Like a normal, like a market crash. Yes. It was like, a, it was talking about like a market. Like, it's like yeah. a pattern that yeah. apparently m- almost all market crashes have the same pattern. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know, like there was like some dips in there. Yeah. There was some like, you know, whatever. So it's like in- initially it's going up and then there's yeah. like a dip down and then it goes up again and then another little dip down. And they were comparing this to basically the housing situation. Yeah. And they like, put the graphs side by side and it basically looks identical. Well, what the scary part was on that graph, if you remember, it's like, we're at the part. Yeah. You have a rapid up, up climb, right? Yes. Rapid up climb. And then what happens is you have like a mini crash. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have a bounce back because what they said is when that crash happens, people start to think like a house that was like a million dollars now 800 exactly. they're like so oh it's a, a good deal time to buy. exactly so a few people start buying again it goes it does like a false up but not as high as it was before and then this it is where we are right down. now then yeah. it literally plummets yeah and so right now we're at the very like we just got the up and now it's starting to go down yeah and basically again if this graph is correct yeah we're basically on the way down mm-hmm so it's going to be, they're predicting that it's going to be the lowest in so many years, Yeah. which yay for us yeah. as homeowners. I know. Yay. Our house I is I guess we're not worth. selling anytime exactly. soon. Exactly. The thing you have to remember with like someone like my, ourselves, right? So we have our places, but ultimately if you think about it, like conceptually, I don't care really. I mean, I do care obviously, but like what the market does right now for me, like, yeah, it would suck if my house is worth less than what I bought it for. But unless I'm selling, I still need a place to live. Mm-hmm. And rent is actually really high here anyway. So I'm like, yeah. actually, I'm probably like better off. And lo- over the long term, I might get my house paid off. Right. right. So that, that aside. So the only people that it really impacts is right off the bat is people that are wanting to sell or people that are pushed into a forcing selling situation, then it becomes a big situation, right? right? And right. I think, I think actually for a lot of people that have maybe held off getting into the market, it might be good news for them. Yeah. You know what I mean, they're like, but then, they, but then again, who knows how low it's going to drop. And who knows that the, that's the thing. If it was just houses that were impacted, yeah. then maybe it wouldn't be too much, too much of an issue. Yeah. But then when it, it drops that much, it's, we know it's not just going to be like houses. It's like the economy is like fucked. Everyone's yeah. going to lose jobs and all yeah. kinds of crazy shit's going to happen. Well, and also too, I feel like, I mean, this, this, that graph does look like that's what's going to happen, oh, which is God. scary. But also I feel like a lot of like big corporations are not only real estate investors, yes. but also you have the banks that have a lot on the line. If for example, right. if you think about it, like the big, big five banks have like ma- majority share of all the mortgages out there. Right. Mm. And if people start, if the price defaulting. crashes, yeah. people start defaulting, all of these houses go into foreclosure. Yeah. Again, dr- like, plummeting the price the banks also don't want that to happen yeah so i feel like they're gonna get creative or some that's kind what of some way. people are saying yeah so some people are saying it's not going to be this bad because mm-hmm. the banks and the you know everyone they're not going to make it this bad yeah because everything's on their line right? right but i do i do think just from what i've seen in the last uh-huh. oh, none yeah. of this this is all over my head i know but what i've seen in the last <laughs> kind of like 20 years in the canadian real estate market is like houses 
a little bit in Calgary, but more so Vancouver, Toronto, but still even in Calgary, they're just overvalued. Like they're, Oh yeah. They're just too expensive. Like it doesn't make any sense. So actually like, for example, the average, like a little house in my area right now, like a little tiny house that needs like a shitload of work mm. has probably some structural issues. Yeah is like 650,000. Mm. That should not be the case. Like 650,000 should be a really nice house like based on based on what people's average salary is, yeah. right? So actually, we are in we need a really good correction. Right, but it's not going to be a correction, is it? No, it's just going to be a drop. But I mean, yeah. but technically like I I see exactly what yeah. you're saying. I like cuz cuz really I feel yeah. like my personal sense guys and this is just my two cents, I just feel like the overall housing market is just so overinflated like a house Is that why it's going to be dropping? Do you think? Because it's, because it's overflated. Well, that it all, all uh-huh. of these are combined problems. Right. Right. So if, if, if like in Toronto, the average house is a million dollars, right? Well, right away that only people mer- making a certain amount of money are even going to qualify for that. And the mm. average, the average yeah. income in Canada is like 50,000 a year. Yeah. That's the average. Mm-hmm. So not that many people are going to qualify in the first place for that house, unless you're obviously, maybe you're upselling your other house yeah. and then getting into that house, whatever it might be. Um, on top of it, because the interest rates have gone up so high, those that could just stretch themselves to get those mm-hmm. million dollar homes can no longer do so. Right. Because the interest is too high. So what is going to happen if if the housing prices drop? Will interest rates drop? Well, that's <laughs> this is the thing. Interest rates are determined by the Bank of Canada. Right. Right. So, oh, in, so unless, confusing. unless the Bank of Canada drops them, then it yeah. won't. Right. So, but I feel like the, if it starts getting shit, getting crazy. And no one's buying. Wait, then everyone's going to be buying homes. I don't, I'm so confused. What do you mean, do you mean everyone's going to be buying homes? If the Rose? prices have gone down, a bunch of people are going to buy up the homes. That's right. Some people will. Yeah. Like, again. And then that'll incre- increase the disparity more. Because mm-hmm. only people that have a lot of money will buy the homes. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah. But also, it's like the thing is that I, I just feel like the, the housing market has gotten crazy. Yeah. It, it, oh, for sure. Like, I, I need someone know. to explain to me. I need to take economics, uh, macroeconomics once again. Or the economics of to, housing. You, you, you have to think about it in supply and demand. Right? Yes. Like, and ultimately what's going to happen, why they think we're a part of a couple of reasons why they think we're heading for a crash, right? Right. Interest rates are high. So those that are going to renew their mortgages, some people might not be able to afford it. Right. That's a big factor. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to put their house up on the market or they're mm. going to have to figure out a way to make up that extra So money. then there'll be too many houses out on the market. Which drives the price down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's one factor. And then that will balance it out a little bit. Now, again, you're going to have that element of it. Another element too, so that's the supply side. Mm. The demand side, because the mortgage rates have gone up so high, yes, less people, people are, buying. are buying. So you're gonna have and more too much supply. Exactly, you're gonna have more houses, less people buying them. So Therefore the prices will go down. down. The price, yeah. right? So that's kind of okay. the concept as to why they think. Obviously, there's more yeah, yeah, things yeah. going on, but that's like high level, right? But right. like that's why they're concerned. God yeah. damn, Daniel, be mm. scary as all hell. Oh, God damn, guys, we heading for a crisis. Oh my god, honestly, we don't. I mean, hopefully, it won't be as bad as the. Some of the previous financial crashes, but who the fuck knows? Time will tell, Rose. Time will fucking tell. Yeah, but I mean, again, like I think, you know, we have to be thankful, like, because we're not selling anytime soon. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm so. just gonna hold on to this for dear life. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep mine. I'm just gonna do whatever, yeah. and you know, if the if the house prices come down a shit ton, you're gonna buy another one, and I still have my job, and I can get like a really cute little bungalow, and let's say it drops to like three hundred thousand. <laughs> half you gonna price. Buy it? You're going to take advantage of the shitty market? Maybe I will. God damn, Daniels. I'll be a, uh, I'll be part of the problem. <laughs> well, that's what they say. It's like, when it's down, you should buy, you know? Mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> so anyway, that's what's, that's what's happening here. And it's kind of scary. It is. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, 
Another fun story that I wanted to talk about, though. Well, actually, Rose Rose really wanted to talk about this because this is really Rose. <laughs> Wait, no, really what? loves this show. She really, oh. you know, makes sure that me and all of my friends are watching it. She's a huge. I'm sorry. You know, I believe that it's on record that you were telling me that I needed to watch mm-hmm, it because it's tradition. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about Love Is Blind, guys. Have you guys started watching? Guys. Guys, have you started watching guys. season five? <laughs> have you killed enough brain cells yet? Oh God. I have to say this show, honestly, it sends me every time. It's one of the funniest things. Like, it's so ridiculous. It's so bad that it's good. <laughs> like, my my uh, my uh, roommate was, like, home, and I started watching, like, and a couple episodes. And he's like, episodes. what the hell is... He was like, he was like what is this? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, are they saying they love each other through a wall that they haven't even <laughs> met for, like, more than a day? I was like, yep. He's <laughs> like, are they saying they're soulmates? Yep. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, my God, you're my soulmate. <laughs> I've only talked to you for about a day. Yeah. But I've decided that you're you are the love of my life. Just based on your voice, uh, sight unseen. Sight unseen. Oh Ugh. my god, it's so dumb. Yeah. So guys, we are we are gonna do a full episode break it like it's tradition. We do it on this podcast yes. every year. We'll get some wine. We're yes, gonna just we need chill. To do that. And so right we'll go now, it. I think it's up to what episode is it up to? Like seven? Six? I think eight. God, it's way too many fucking episodes. I know. They drag it out. They drag it out so So much. this season, guys, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it yet. There are some spoilers. But, so we have caught up to the episodes that have been, that have come out already. Yeah. Um, So spoiler, but, so this season there are only two couples. Yeah. Okay. Two, like couples that are going to go to the altar. Because technically three got engaged. Technically, three got engaged. Which is a low number. You Normally, it's five. Uh, well, they said they had five. This is what I'm hearing through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. They're saying there were actually five couples that were engaged yeah. through the pods. Now, I don't know why. One of them got like weirdly cut. Her name's like Renee. She's like the blonde chick. Okay. And like there's some scenes where she's like, it's clear that she's one of the couples, but they like kind of like weirdly cut her out. So I think they actually made it to the altar. That's what I heard. Uh, And I heard that they didn't get married. But so there was like a whole storyline that mm. they filmed, I think. Well, they would have. And they for some reason they cut it. So that's one couple. So that that makes four, right? Four engaged couples. And then there was apparently, allegedly, there's one couple that they completely cut out of the the entire show. Like not even in the pods. Not even in the pods. They completely cut them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't even know what they look like, I think. But the reason why they cut, got cut out is because the woman, uh, apparently, so they were like engaged. They went to like Mexico and stuff. And the woman alleges that uh, she was like sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. I think by like the guy or something. And then the crew oh. did nothing about it and all this stuff. Yeah. So there's like a lawsuit happening. God, the show has so much fucking drama. That's crazy. Like, it's insane. So that's another reason why, I guess. So, well, I don't know why Renee and whatever got cut out. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. One of the couples. It would have been more interesting to see a third fucking couple. Yeah. Because um, now it's just like these two couples and they just focus so much time on these two couples. I know. And I'm like, I don't care. They are like, both dysfunctional. Oh, and they're so boring. They're so boring, but also kind of entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guess, I guess to that point though, like not playing devil's advocate, but playing devil's advocate <laughs> for the Love Is Blind show. At the end of the day, it is a TV show, right? Like, so if you go onto that TV show, you sign up, and yeah, just because you get engaged, they might not pick you to be on the show, right? Mm. Like, it could be a situation of like they're just you know, boring, exactly. Like, let's say we got we went on there, we both got engaged, but our storyline was kind of like there wasn't enough according to the producers mm. or whatever. Yeah. Like it, just because you sign that contract doesn't mean you're guaranteed to be in the show. Yeah, you know this what I is mean? true. So I feel like the, the sexual allegation, that's a different yeah, story. That's like that's really story. fucked up. But like in general, I feel like, you know, I don't know why they would cut, 
people out because you Especially need Especially when there's only two couples exactly. that are making it to the altar. That's kind of boring. Normally, every season we had like five or six, didn't we? Usually, there's, there's at least four, yeah. I think, usually, that yeah. make it to the altar. I think usually it's four. Because I remember the last season or the season before that was like, I swear to God, there was like five couples and like me, you, and Christelle were like, okay, Maybe what's our prediction yeah, of all yeah, of yeah, these yeah, people? Yeah. Like this people, these people. Like, Should we say our predictions? Yeah. So, that's so, what, that so what, guys, yeah, we right now there are uh, Izzy and what's her name? Is it Rachel? Sarah? Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. Yes. There you go. Izzy and Stacy. Yeah. Uh, couple number one. And there's um, Lydia and Milton. Yes. What are your predictions? So my prediction. I forgot what I said before. Me too. Now I forget my. Uh, get away from here, you little bugger. <laughs> um, I. What was my prediction? My prediction was that I think it was that Izzy and Stacy were going to get married. Yes. And that Milton and Lydia are going to not get married. I mean, okay. So I think ne- neither couple should get married. Yeah. They have major issues. Apparently they didn't even talk about fucking finances in the pods. I don't get it. This is what's killing me. Yeah. They talked about sex positions, mm. dumb shit, played stupid games, yet they couldn't talk about the most important thing when it comes to marriage. I'm sorry, but it's finances. Like these are basic things. I, I always love this. Like part of this show as well, like everyone's always, they always lean on that. Like you never, you don't know what our intense connection was like because you weren't in the pods. You weren't in the pods. <laughs> But then anything comes up in their life like and it's like, like a real situation that you think would be uh, would have been discussed in the pods. Like little things like one of them was the girl had a dog and a cat. And <laughs> for some reason, the guy was like had a, a pet allergy or something. Really? I forgot yeah. about that. This was, um, what were their names? It was from last I season. I don't know. Bliss yeah. and Zach, I think. Oh my God. He had like a pet allergy or some shit. And I'm like, guys, these are things you talk about in the yeah. fucking pods. Like, or like... Uh, I think it was like Izzy has like financial issues. Yes, that's what's going on right now. Yeah, and it's like uh, he has like debt or something. Yeah, like which is fine. A it's lot of people have debt, exactly. but like you need to be very. That is very important information. Exactly. Or like that one guy we just actually talked about this earlier. This was on a previous season as well. He he told his fiance after when they're at the honeymoon stage that he was bisexual and he had previously right. dated men. And I'm like, well, I feel like I, and, and I, to be fair, she did react and she was like, look, I need some time. Let me think about yeah. this. And then he kind of overreacted. He's like, what the fuck? Like this shouldn't change anything. And yet yeah, shouldn't, but it is a big thing to drop on somebody. Yes. And like somebody's going to need time for that. And I feel like that is something that needs to be disclosed in the pod. Yes. Absolutely. Like you need to be talking but about Daniel, everything. that doesn't give enough time to talk about sex positions. So. This is true. This intense connection, guys. <laughs> like, fuck. Um, so my prediction, and the only reason why I say this is because of just the way that they edited the, the last episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like Lydia and Milton are going to get married. Yeah. And Izzy and Stacy are not going to get married. Yeah. I don't know why, but I think it's because they edited it so that like the Lydia Milton situation they seem to like really have a conflict. And usually based on the experience of watching the show yeah. um, for five fucking seasons, God, we I need know, a life. We do. Um, <laughs> based on my experience previously is like, they usually show like extreme conflict mm. on the couples that end up getting married. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only reason mm. why. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of want neither of them to get married because mm. then that'll be more drama. Yeah. And also they just should not get married. It sounds yeah, like a it's, fucking it's, mess. It's just wild. Yeah, I can't believe there's only two couples. And also like two couples that you just like, it just, I'm sorry. It's, 
I, I can't believe I don't believe it. I don't exactly. Believe it. Both of them feel like fake romances. Yes. Like even the Stacy and Izzy situation. Like in the it beginning, just is- I was like, oh, maybe they're getting along. Like they seem to be pretty like whatever. Yeah. But anytime there's like a real conversation. Yeah. There's conflict. Oh, yeah. And I love how he was like, you know, I said I was going to do all this stuff for you. And she's mm. like, well, you haven't. Yeah. You're like little things like cooking. And he's like, well, I said I was going to cook for you. And she's like, well, you haven't. Exactly. I hate when men are like, oh. Or just people in general. Yeah. They talk about doing things. And then they don't do them. But they don't do it. It's like, well, I'm not going to like listen to you talking about doing things. Exactly. And just wait do around. It. Exactly. Just. It's not that hard to cook for someone. Just fucking deliver. Just cook. Yeah. Like, what have you been eating? Mm-hmm. She's been cooking the whole time. Well, she said she cooked twice, but still. Yeah. She cooked twice already. Buddy, just come home early and make a meal. Exactly. Well, and she said it. She said like to like the part of the reason why she wanted him to cook is it's, it's symbolic as like, what is their life going to be like when they are married? Like, yeah. And she's know. already having to nag him. Oh yeah. Not going to happen. No, I think that's, although she has issues of her own. Yeah. Jesus, that woman. <laughs> I know. Like how she was like with her and Johnny, the conflict and stuff. Oh, I was see, like, I was on her side initially. Yeah. Like Stacy's side. But then the way she acted to Johnny, I'm like, okay, I get Johnny is also a little bit like unhinged. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has probably some issues, but like, Move on. Exactly. You, you got your man. Exactly. What does it matter anymore? She's dating some other guy. Who cares? It, she's like, what's wrong with your face? And she's so overreacting as well. I she's know. like, I will not look at her. She's a disgusting, disgraceful yeah. person. I'm like, guys, You've all known she her for three days. Exactly. You've known her for three days. Also, all she did was like date Izzy in the pods. Yeah. And I like how Izzy keeps saying, oh, we didn't date. We didn't date. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you, you were did. about to propose. Exactly. Calm down. Like, come on. I he know. made it seem like it was like, oh, just a casual thing. It's one-sided. It was just Johnny that liked me. Like, Bullshit. They both liked each mm-hmm. other. So I was like, fuck you, man. Like, he, <laughs> I can just tell. He's oh. a shady fucker. He's, I mean, they're all fucking shady. But you can tell that. Okay, I don't want to go too much into I it. I know. Though, we need to do it full-on episode yeah, with we wine. We need wine for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a full-on episode, guys. And So we yeah, guys, if you haven't watched it yet, go kill some brain cells <laughs> so that you can watch. Keep it on in the background. Dive. Okay, we're going to do yeah. a deep dive. Um, maybe in like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Because next week, what's happening, Daniels? What happened next week? You you be gone. Oh, God damn. Yeah, I'm not going to be here, guys. So we're actually doing another episode mm-hmm. after this. Um, we're going to do an Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole, which we always <laughs> do when we pre-record because it's just, yes. yeah, um, a crowd pleaser. But I'm going to be in Australia for a week. Oh, God damn. Um, I'm going there for my friend's wedding. Very exciting. Yeah. Never been to Australia. God damn, Rose, you need to go there. It'd be far as hell. Shall I send you some pictures and videos from a vegan Yay. places I go <gasps> to? Oh, see, that's the thing. I really want to go because they have so much vegan And I bet food. you in Sydney, it's going to be so I heard good. it's amazing. Please eat everything. I know someone was really nice. Um, I can't remember who wrote this on one of our videos, but someone commented and gave me a suggestion for Melbourne. And I was like, mm. oh, if only I was Are going, going there. Oh, no, okay. I was going to ask. I don't have enough time. Like, I'm only there for like a week. And like, part of that week is the wedding. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's just, I'm going to stay in Sydney. Like, I kind of want it because it's it wasn't last minute. Like, I knew this was going to happen, but... Like, I don't really have the holiday days. Like, I'm stretching my holiday mm-hmm. days at work. So, I'm using the time to be, like, just in Sydney. Yeah. Because also, it's, like, a, you know, 24-hour journey to get there. Yeah. And Sydney's, like, it's a big city. There's plenty Lots to, plenty do. to do. Yeah. How far is Melbourne from Sydney? Uh, I think, I think driving, it's, like, I don't know, like, like, from here to Vancouver, I think. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Like, around, <laughs> around 12 hours, I want to say. I'm okay, not sure. Okay, okay. Maybe it's further. Maybe I totally bullshitted that, guys. Um, you did just make that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they're both, if you look at the map of Australia, they're is both Is it on the of, same side? No, no. So Sydney's on the coast here, but then, you know how Australia's like this, mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of, and then it has like a little thing down here? Sydney's like here, and Melbourne's like here. Okay. So like in the same kind of area, right. sort of. I, I think they're in different like 
states or mm. provinces or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're kind of close together. God damn. In the grand scheme of things. You like Melbourne or you like Sydney? Which one you like better? Melbourne. Oh, God damn. Yeah, because I don't know. I, I To be fair, last time I was in Sydney only for like a day or two even, and we didn't really do too much, me and my yeah. friend. We were like, we walked around a bit. It is beautiful. We went to the harbor. Yeah. Like all that. But like this time I'm actually going to go explore. Yeah. Cause I'm going to have days to myself. I'm going to go walk along Bondi beach and there's like a yeah. beach walk and I'm going to like go into town, maybe go to check out a market or something, yeah. you know, I did hear that Sydney is like the pretty one and then Melbourne's like the cooler one. Yeah. Well, Melbourne, it just, all, Melbourne is incredible. Right. Like there's like their Chinatown was like these narrow streets that are so mm, cool. Okay. They have like this whole area where there's like, it's really famous, the street that you can go down. And it's all like famous like graffiti artists. Okay. And they have rotating graffiti art there. Oh. And the coffee scene is like right. out of this world. The I coffee mean, shops the they Aussies have there. The Aussies are very snobby about the coffee for a reason. For good reason. If you go to Melbourne, it's like all the coffee shops there, they're like so good. Mm. And like it's just such a fun city to walk around. And there's just mm. so much going on. But yeah, Sydney, I definitely, it's like more like picturesque. You're right. like, you know, you're kind of like. There's like the a opera house. Yeah, uh, yeah. The huge bridge, mm, which interesting fun fact, that bridge is a, a carbon copy replica of the one in Newcastle that I lived in. Oh, so it's like that, but it's just bigger. So the Newcastle one is the original. I believe so. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. And on that positive note. God damn. On that positive <laughs> note, guys, I'd be in <laughs> Australia next God week. Damn. We'd be reaching the end of the episode. <laughs> Daniel's going a little crazy. I think the coffee's hitting. It is. The caffeine is hitting you. Damn. I need to get a sugar treat. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Once again, don't forget to check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. Every episode ad free. Every episode a week earlier than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And bonus content. Yeah. What else, Daniel? If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit that follow. Um, Then you get updated as soon as a new episode is released. If you're watching on YouTube, thumbs up, comment, show us some love, subscribe to the channel. uh, And that's it. There you go, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.